Welcome to episode 29 of Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling. Hello everyone, I'm Hector and I'm here with my tag team partners, Raymond and Mark. Hey yo. <laughs> right at the same time. Uh, so there's breaking news, guys. Um, it was just reported that a Florida state attorney has declared Sonny to be danger to, to society. Um, she has, oh, wow. <laughs> she has seven counts of DUIs, one of them causing a death. So they want to make sure she's locked up forever. Oh, wow. <laughs> no more sunny days for her. <laughs> it's funny that it, it, it takes seven counts of DUIs to consider yourself dangerous, but okay. That, wow. I mean, yeah. I, one, I guess maybe one is a mistake. Two is like, what are you, what are you doing? Seven? And you killed somebody? Jesus. But I, don't know. I, I guess that's a whole different podcast of how to prevent that, but I mean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with her, um, I don't know what the, all the circumstances were and why it took seven, but, you know, it's government. Government moves slow, so I guess they finally caught up to her. Yeah, she's definitely a big fan of Prince Nana. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, so the big news, guys. Edge is AEW. Um, is he here to? Mm. <laughs> is he here to save? Is he here to that. save AEW? Oh, sorry, one more time. Is he? Is he here to save AEW? Ah, uh, good question. I think right now is uh, maybe this was like kind of see what happens type of thing. But I think he's there for at least for until almost the end of his career, at least. Yeah, he's he's definitely gonna retire there. May may maybe have some kind of little run, maybe back at WWE. But um, I I I have the same feeling right now with Edge going to AEW as when Brian and Adam Cole came. Like I feel like it's that big energy, that surge, like uh, kicking the ass. That AEW is like, oh shit, with somebody, watch out. I feel like maybe one more piece is missing. Maybe it's for the Divas, the ladies. Or another guy. I don't. Um, Brian Dennison in his um, interview said that there's another WWE Hall of Famer coming soon, but I don't. I don't know what that meant. But um, but yeah, I think Edge is is big. I think he changes a lot for AEW, and I think WWE knows it too. If you look at the schedule for Tuesday, right, Raymond? Listen. <laughs> Um, I think Edge over there is a good move for him and, you know, with his whole process of new opponents and trying to get as much as he can get in now, because as I think everyone knows, it was for, WWE was like, hey, we're going to make you kind of like a Brock Lesnar. You come and go and then see you later. And he wanted more time in the ring. I am happy he's over there, right? He doesn't kind of give AEW like that little spice it needs. And my, like, you know, oh my god, this is gonna be awesome. I'm not really, to be honest. I'm not like, oh my god, this is gonna be awesome. I want to see what happens. I want to see those opponents. Someone's like, I want to see Kenny Omega versus Edge. That'd be awesome. Uh, Edge and Christian at some point down the road versus FTR. That would be awesome. So there are some highlights that I'm looking forward to, but it's not like for me, must see TV. Yeah, I I think they're gonna they're gonna drag the story of um. Edge and Christian, like right now we have what Edge versus Luchasaurus. I can see him getting jumped and FTR coming to save him. 
and then we get a six man tag. We they, they we we probably won't see it until full gear, full full gear, gear. Jesus, um, that um, we get <laughs> we get Christian and Edge, and maybe not even that. Maybe that's when we get the tag team, and then we have to wait three four months for them to face to face. But then yeah, then there's a whole lineup of great people for them to fight. Um, you got Jay White, you got MJF, you have Kenny Omega, um, Swerve. Swerve's a main event now, so he's a top guy. Top guy out. <laughs> what do you think, Mark? Swerve. Swerve has all the potential in the world, and I think now he's going to get this run. It's just will enough people care. Right. Obviously, the diehards are going to care. And like, I'm going to go back to your question. Not that this Swerve is. Swerve's actually great. That's why. That's the reason why Hit Row ne- never survived. Hit yes. Row was because of Swerve. Let's just put that out there, yes, number one. That is correct. Edge, Adam Copeland, to save AEW. Honestly, there is no saving AEW. To the sense of they are never going to be where their peak was. Like, as I said the last time we had this podcast, they're, go- they're on the WCW timeline right now. This is now the downturn. You can bring in all the names you want. You can bring in all the nostalgia, all whatever. It's not going to change the fact that, you know, your ratings are never going to be what they were. You know, you sold, what was it, like, what is it, 80-something thousand was the official number for Wembley? They keep changing the number every time I look. Uh, but you have a hard time filling 5,000 for Wrestle Dream. You know what I mean? Uh, but on the contrary, it's all of that. I am so happy for Adam Copeland. Not because, like, I always thought he was be a WWE lifer, and I really, like, you know, I, and the selfish part of me always wanted to be WWE for life, never go anywhere. But he's now doing what he wants to do in terms of the freedom, working with all these different talents that he never worked with before. And he's going to finish his story, because everybody likes to make, finish their own stories, he's going to finish his story with his best friend. And the best part about now is Christian, again, as I say this week week after week, we do this podcast, Christian is the best heel in pro wrestling today. And as we saw on Dynamite on Wednesday, he further proved that even the most heartwarming moment, you see these two hug after so long, and he tells Adam Copeland to go fuck yourself. And I started dying laughing and I loved it because Christian, like, I'm not sure if you guys saw the press conference after WrestleDream. Yes, I guess you saw it. You guys saw it? Yeah. Yeah. It was so hysterical because poor Brian Alvarez got roasted to smithereens and Christian kept, like, a straight face the entire time as he's making fun of people first dumb questions and all this stuff. I, I was, and Tony Khan saying how he's just been the champion. Like, what do you mean? I've been champion for almost four months. I, I lost it because again, <laughs> this guy's doing the, again, the best work of his career. Now he has Adam Copeland here who's his best friend and they're going to make magic. Yeah. That's must be for AEW. The problem for AEW is I don't think enough, there's not enough around it. Okay. The MJF stuff's pretty decent. Swerve stuff is decent, but there's nothing else really around it. That's, must see, which is why WWE, I think, as as a playing it safe here, is loading up NXT as if it's like a freaking Raw reunion or something with all these big names. Yeah, I heard they bring in everybody, like Andre. Yeah, the Giant. people aren't gonna watch. They bring it back Andre the Giant, the Spirit of Ultimate Warrior, and a couple other people. 
Yeah, uh, Brooklyn Clown, Brooklyn Brawler, <laughs> Bastard Booger, you know, all those are going to show up too. Yeah. But that's what he's bringing it, John Cena. Like, all it's going to take is like Goldberg appearing in NXT, and I think I'd really just be like, holy shit. Like, now they're just really going to. Is that because he's. <laughs> would you be excited because he's Jewish and he showed up, or is it just because it's Goldberg? Really? <laughs> <laughs> Goldberg's the absolute nicest freaking guy on the planet, so. He is. <laughs> My boy Bill. Look at, um, look at the ass kisses. I hope he goes AEW too. I said that. I said, look at the ass kisses kissing Goldberg's ass. <laughs> you kissing his ass like he listens to this podcast. Listen, I'm sure <laughs> that when meeting Goldberg, I ever asked him, I'm sure he'd at least give it a consideration for like a half a second. Okay. Um. Now, but no. In all seriousness, WWE sees Edge as a threat. In terms of Adam Copeland as a threat for being on Dynamite because Dynamite's on Tuesday this week. Yep. That's why they're loading it up. You damn so well he, he, you you you're correct. He is a threat. I everything you said I I I'm, I truly believe, but I do feel like I feel like AEW is back. For how long? It might be a month, it might be a two, three weeks. Because I feel like now like, I mean me personally, I'm interested in with everything that's going on with Edge. I'm interested in the whole MJF thing. Um, I'm interested to see where they're going to go with Swerve. Um, but I would have just said it back, though, because, like, okay, you have a couple good things, but this past week's Dynamite, outside of the Edge of Christian segment, was was almost complete trash. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we got the MJF thing, and they took it, they took his title, and they jumped him. I think they're just missing, I mean, like, uh, I don't know if she could save them, but just something to make it a little exciting if uh, Mercedes comes. And now you got the. Oh God! Screw her. I know you don't like her, but so wait, but, but, like but she's a reason to watch. But I have a question for both of you, because with Edge, right? Because CM Punk was there. I didn't notice a change in storyline or lack of storyline still of AEW. Edge was talking about like you know he likes that director feel, looking at different angles and all this other stuff. Does Edge or is Edge the one to? Fix that whole issue with no storylines. You're, you're wrong, Raymond. Yeah, you're you're wrong. When when CM Punk came, Collision became its own show separate from Dynamite, and it had it had stories. It, it was interesting. It was a whole different type of show, and it was way better. Okay, well then we'll, we'll take CM Punk out of it, but because you know, as soon as CM Punk kind of is out, yeah, it it went right back to that junk that they have every week with yeah. no stories. A very hyped independent show feel. Does Edge help that get back to where it was? To answer your question, it'll only help Edge, whatever Edge wants to do. It'll help him. Like anybody who's with Edge will have story. Remember, it seems like there's so many cooks in the kitchen doing their own shit. Like Tony Khan's got his fucking, his toys and lets them do whatever they want. It's like like the toys from Toy Story. Like, you know, you close the door and they're all running around doing whatever they want to do. This is kind of the same same idea, that these guys are creating their own, their own shtick here, which is why we only have these matches and no story. And I think Edge will get, like the Edge and Christian thing right now, we're going to be locked in hook, line, and sinker for months because this is going to be storytelling at its finest because these are the guys directing their own story. Exactly. Well, so let me ask really quick. I apologize. Let me ask this really quick. Is sure. that enough for AEW? No, that's one story. Not yeah, of. that's not enough. That MGF has to do his part. The girls have to do their part. But th- it's going to be a major story that people are going to tune in whenever they're on. So if, no, if MJF want- is doing a great job. Tony Storm finally has a character that I'm like, okay, here we go. There's something for the women's division. 
But is it enough? And I think, like that's why I've been saying, AEW's back. No, it's not. It's trying. Like WCW back in 2000, when they brought the new blood in against the Millionaires Club. You had that brief time when there was some decent stuff in there trying to get back. And then Vince Russo screwed it all up with his Judy Bagwell on a pole. And, you know, the blood coming from the sky and drenching the, the crowd besides the talent because... Whatever, whatever they want. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think I don't think AEW is there yet. <laughs> no, but it's going the direction. Like they, well, they no, yeah. to fight back. They're trying to do some decent stuff, but it, yeah. it can easily come to the point where they're going to end up having the equivalent to you know Billy Kidman somehow feuding with the Hulk Hogan type, and like, why are you feuding with this guy? That's like the equivalent to. Um, let me think of somebody off the top of my head in AEW. Um, I think of a main, a main guy like a Chris Jericho. Feuding with the uh, no, I'm not gonna say Orange Cassidy. That's too, that's an easy layup. Um, feuding with, uh, <laughs> with Trent. You know, again, nothing bad about Trent. Trent's have always been a solid hand, but why should I care? You know, why should anybody care? Like, you know, Chris Jericho was a thousand times more the star as Trent. And again, nothing wrong with Trent. Just he's not a singles guy. I'm just using it as an example of what direction they can go down, and, and we don't want them yeah. to go down that. Um, route. Back, back to what Raymond was saying, the Edge and Christian thing. It's gonna be uh, amazing because. In this company with AEW, they're gonna give it to them and let them do whatever they want to do. So you're gonna have two diehard wrestling fans that know the business inside out, create a crazy good story, and really nobody's gonna get involved in that. If they want other wrestlers to get involved, then that's it. But no one's gonna say you can't do that. So that story alone, and I think on for example Tuesday, if everyone's watching NXT, they're going to be flipping channels to see whenever Edge is gonna fight. And that's the only thing that's going to catch your eye. When Edge is about to come out, that's when everyone's going to flip the channel, watch that fight, and then go right back to NXT. So, and that reminds us of the good old days with the Monday Night Wars. But yeah, I, I, I maybe like I said, if they get Mercedes and maybe I don't know, some other kind of another top star somewhere, I think they're they're back on track. And never, I never consider them competition. It just makes the show just a lot better to watch. But yeah. All right, guys. I, I we had a, a bad connection, but we're back. Yeah. Is everybody else back? I, yeah. I thought I checked this to become a Mark and Raymond wrestling production instead of a Hector's wrestling production. Oh, okay. Um, what happened? No, I'm kidding. Nothing. We're back. That's it <laughs> for now. Good. <laughs> well, no, I don't really. So me and Mark were talking while we were, I guess, on delay here. The Edge intro, I felt like it was a little slow. Um, I kind of listened to the Jim Cornette podcast, and I was kind of agreeing with him that, you know, you had Darby in the ring. He was gay beat up. Sting comes out. Sting is walking to the ring. Then you get the video of Edge in the car. And then, you know, I, I just, it was okay. I didn't enjoy it 100%. I was like, they could have done this a little better if they kind of planned it better. I thought I thought I thought it was great. I love I loved it. As soon as it, the lights went out, I I, I would have preferred if he was in the ring already, and, and and just speared Christian when the lights came back on. But when we got the promo thing and and the video, I mean I I, I liked everything. I mean everyone has their own opinions. I I was on like as Kenny Omega said, I was on the edge of my seat. You know I think I was I'm oh, sorry Mark. I was just gonna say I think it would have been better if they had played. The beginning of that video, the beginning of the show, as someone is driving to the show, 
that would have made more sense than all of a sudden that there was someone that was miles away. It would have given it away. Took 10 seconds for them to get to the ring. It would have gave it away because we, we all knew. No, like, all you have to do. Well, I mean, we knew, but right, you played the video of the car. And yeah, but that's the, that's the main event. So let's be for real. We all knew Edge was going to be there. When it, it got dragged out and they started um, taking the ring apart, I had some doubts. When Sting came out, I was like, you know what? It makes more sense for Sting to come out than Edge. And I was like losing my my thoughts of that it could be Edge. And then when they started jumping Edge, I was like, okay, this is the time. Because there's three of them now. Now Edge comes. So you, you still had little doubts for it. You you show someone driving a car in the in the beginning, yeah, it's it's a done deal. What do you think, Mark? So, I mean, first off, Nick Wayne. Uh, no one didn't talk about Nick, the Nick Wayne portion of this. <laughs> He's a star, <laughs> and we and we said this like maybe like five podcasts ago, and Raymond wasn't interested in him. I like right. him now. I like that guy. <laughs> yes. like you know, you know why Raymond likes him now. Because now Wayne has a father figure in Christian Cage. No, he, he, he likes he likes the mother. Stop it. Oh my that god! Too. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, ever ever going to hear this podcast or anybody like? Oh my god! What a smoke show. <laughs> I understand. Listen, Christian. You know what? I, Christian going to the DMs. It makes a lot of sense now. Even even Christian that even now. that like I I was losing my whole thing my whole track of um of Edge because I was like, what happens if Nick's mom turns bad? And joins Christian. Like I was like, this this might be the worst pay per view ever because I'm here expecting Edge, and I had all these doubts of no Sting is going to save him, no Nick Mom is going to turn evil. I might have been in the minority, but if Nick Wayne's mom did a strip tease, I think the pay per view would have been safe. Sorry, that's just me. Um, so, <laughs> okay. The whole thing of Nick serious. Wayne and everything that shocked me. I was surprised by that. I mean, I, I, I liked it. Yeah, it's definitely as he turned, you know, but. It made sense. I was like, once you started seeing it, again, I was I was at a wedding. I was telling Raymond when we got cut off. I assumed we were recording, but obviously we weren't. Um, I was at a wedding on Sunday night. So I pulled it up on my phone because I knew by the time it was like midnight, getting close to midnight, that, of course, AAW pay-per-view is going to go on 37 hours. So mm-hmm. by that time, it would probably be close to the main event. Sure enough, I was right. And, you know, at that point, that they're, they're beating up, you know, Darby and they're beating up Sting. I'm like, oh. Here comes Edge. Like I know what's coming, right? And I'm just waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. And like then you see the the the, the vignette. And I was telling Raymond again, Raymond during when we got cut off, that it was cool. They could have done a lot more with it. I mean, but it also was to show you that there's something different about Adam Copeland. That he's not Edge. Right. This is Adam Copeland. This character of Adam Copeland. This is not yeah Edge Edge Light in AEW. This is Adam Copeland. So that's why they went that route. Yeah, I thought I thought it was cool. The only thing, I, if I, if I could have changed it, I, I mean, I, I loved the whole video and everything. I would have just said when the lights went out, do it like the old ECW style, um, ECW and WCW. Lights out, lights back on. He's already in the ring and spear, boom. But yeah, but no, I liked it. I wouldn't. It was good. Um, let's talk about the Judgment Day. Dom Dom loses his title and wins it right back, basically in the same week. I saw that kind of coming, but anyway. <laughs> like, why, though? That's, what I'm, I'm that, so that's where I was going to go. I was just seeing if someone agreed with me. Like, why even take it away from him? I I think it was, for story-wise, it was good because it was creating the tension within the Judgment Day because, as you know, they've been having that friction. So 
for mommy to return and then kind of put what she said, everything on Monday in that promo, it makes sense that, you know, he, you know, Hey, you got to win it or you, you're out or Hey, don't come home. So to build that little story for that one, you know, few days, I think it makes sense. It was, it was like a three day story and you just yeah. t- took away. A, a, but it's gonna, a, it, Raymond is thrilled because it's what mommy said. That's yeah, why. Mommy exactly, could have said yeah, exactly. Sorry. Mommy said it and it wouldn't wait mommy, okay. Raymond loves it. Yeah, like that's not that that wasn't a story. Like you just destroyed everything that Trick was had going for him. No, because you gotta remember that the whole thing right now is that the judgment day is is getting ready to implode. This was adding that a Next level or layers, not level. Okay, but layer. you're talking about raw. You're, you're talking about raw yeah. and, and mommy. I'm talking about trick. No, I'm talking about trick because with trick, right now, yes, he's out, right? Because I kind of thought for a second that they were gonna go because it kind of looked like at the pay per view, uh, no mercy that Carmelo was yeah. going to get jealous of him, and I want I guess, assume that, and that wasn't going to be the story. I guess it's still going to happen, but maybe about the belt, or maybe trick will get it again. Maybe next week. Trick wins it again. Now, I, 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 I can see them going without without it because now he's going to say you lost the belt because you didn't want my help and, and like, talk down to him. But it would have been better if he had the belt and make Carmelo, like, look like he's jealous. But, but no, Dom Dom got the belt back and, yeah, Mommy's happy. Yeah, and Raymond's happy because Mommy's back. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> what, what a punk ass, too, coming down the aisle wearing his Mommy's belt. <laughs> but I want to point out that how Raymond feels about mommy is how Hector usually feels about CM Punk. So we're just we have two. two uh, <laughs> I, 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 have, I have a whole lineup of, of who I feel like. Anyway, <laughs> and, and how we feel about those two is how Mark feels about uh, it Orange Cassidy. Yes. Absolutely. This is not- Don't now. If you said you would have said Christian. I would have like you know. What, but how much I've been loving Christian's work, I would have been like, yeah, you're right. You know, there's there's talks about Orange, Orange Cassidy winning um, Wrestle of the Year. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> I, if he's on if he's on Wrestling Illustrated as Wrestle of the Year, I'm gonna get you a couple of those magazines for you. And I will throw him into the nearest dumpster. All right. <laughs> that is the so so we're, right. since we're talking about stories. Um, I'm also going to win GQ. Uh, Mark is going off right now. Yeah, yeah Mark, you, pit, you pissed him off. Um, <laughs> uh, Orange Cassidy no. is a good wrestler. And that's, no, com- no, that, that's, no, com- no, that's coming no, a lot. For, for, for me to say that, that's coming a lot. And that's because I've been watching his matches lately. And he's pretty good. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. His matches with um Swerve. Even you said one time that they were good. No, I'm not saying he doesn't have talent. I'm not saying he's not a good wrestler. What I'm saying is you're telling me that PW is going to name Wrestler of the Year. That is the biggest slap in the face that all the freaking people that have been killing it this year if he wins Wrestler of the Year. Yeah, I, I think like, Mommy, I, Mommy should win that. I think if he wins, it's because he, <laughs> he wrestles every week. That's why. Like he, really? Yeah, that's why. So, so, you, so, so, it's a, so it's a participation trophy is what you're telling me. But he it's not like he shows up and he's just like Uh-oh. getting body slammed. Yeah, we, 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 we lost See, look, even though Hector's audio went out because it realized how ludicrous it was to say how, how good Orange Cassidy was. He is. Even the audio, no, we can't do this. If, we if, can't do this. If he's there every week and, and he's having good matches, I mean, it's not, it's, it's not like Mommy's fighting every week. 
Mommy is fighting on Mondays, on Tuesdays, and sometimes on Fridays. Mommy is the rest of the year. I don't care what anyone She's says. on Roman's schedule. I, I, there was like a whole month and a half that she didn't even defend her title. But she was on every show, though. That's the difference. That's um, the difference. She was on like on every show. That, oh, that's what counts. See? So then it's an attendance that, that matters. Absolutely. When you're a champion, presence matters. Okay. Anyway. So we're going so let's go back to stories. Why the hell is Paul Heyman in the corner of Braun Breaker? Besides that He's Ro- gonna be a Paul Heyman guy. That Roman sent him. Why would Roman send him? Because he's gonna be probably part of the bloodline. No, he's not. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> he's not Samoan. There's no blood there. There's nothing. Oh boy! Like, go change your name to Steiner oh. or something like. And John Cena out of nowhere is going to be in Carmelo's corner. Why not? Why not trick? But um, no, this is literally just being done just for the fact they want to compete against AEW. No, I know that, but I would have just like I guess Monday we might see something that that's going to lead to this maybe because it just, it just came out of nowhere. It, it seemed like an AEW move. Like yeah. So let me ask you. Yeah. Do you think it would have been better if come Friday something happened to at least make it? Seems sudden, right? Like, oh, yeah. Uh, I think Friday. I think that that would have been better. Like, something happens Friday, and then they announce it. But to announce it right away, like, it just when I saw that, I was like, is this like photoshopped? Like, I didn't understand what was going on. And then they was like, yeah, but yeah. Like, what you just said right now makes sense. But still, I don't understand the Paul Heyman thing. Makes no sense. Uh, that's probably to lead into Crown Jewel, maybe with Cena and, and Roman. But it just, yeah, something should have happened. On SmackDown or Raw, that leads to John Cena that has to be in Carmelo's corner. A little something on what you just said. Why are we getting Cena and Roman again when, C- yes. when Roman versus AJ Styles would have made a lot more sense? Yes, you're right. But and, and and I saw that and I didn't pay attention to it. I was like, whatever. Someone's someone's just making something up. But then now I'm seeing it's getting picked up by a couple of sites. So yeah, it looks like Crown Jewel is um, John Cena and Roman. And if and since the same people that are saying this are also saying Survivor Series is uh, LA Knight versus Roman. Uh, I don't know how to feel about that. Yeah. Because LA Knight deserves the shot, but he, I, yeah. I... He's going to get the unless, big spotlight. Unless, unless you're getting CM Punk at the end of that match. I'm so Chicago. happy you said that, Mark. Yeah, but I just want to set you up for it. Yes, no, 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 because I have, I have a little um, fantasy... Um, Booking, oh. and I, and I want you. To, I want I want both of your opinions because it has to do with something that you said last um episode. Remember when you said it makes no sense if Cody doesn't fight Roman? Oh God, here we go. Okay, it's, it, it's, it's, it's not it's not Punk, but I'll, I'll okay. tell you right now. So anyway, I say the ending of Survivor Series, we get CM Punk, and he does his 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 um his great promos. He sits in the ring and he talks down to people, whatever. Boom. Anyway. It's Chicago. So whatever he says, it's going to be, it came from the Bible. And th- and there's no way to boo him. Anyway, he fin- he finishes his great promo. And out of nowhere, we get an RKO. Randy Orton comes, RKO CM Punk. And the fans are still going to be excited that their hometown boy got beat up. We get a little story of CM Punk versus Randy Orton until Elimination Chamber. Elimination Chamber in Australia, we get Randy Orton versus Roman. Um, if you want, you can put The Rock in it. He gets he interferes the fight and he causes Roman the title. We have Randy Orton as the new um, undisputed champion. Uh, so now, 
Roman's pissed off at The Rock. They fight at WrestleMania, and Cody wins his title shot and fights his mentor, his teacher, Randy Orton. And, and I think Cody versus Randy, who Randy was his teacher, his mentor, and everything. It's teacher versus student. And I think that has enough juice for Cody to beat somebody that means something. And then my, my fantasy lineup would be um, Cody versus Randy, Rock versus Roman, and then Punk versus Seth. So, wait, so I'm part of this. So, let me just kind of recap this. Yep. When does. When does Roman lose the title in your story? Um, in February, Australia, at six o'clock in the morning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I think at that point, if Roman still has the belt by that February time frame, he they're going to save it for WrestleMania. Roman gets counted three and loses at Mania. I don't see that story happen. For me, I, and it sounds like a good story. The it's only, not like a good story, the, right? I but say the only story, the only so. reason that story I would say it could work is just so Cody could finish his story and we still get a Rock versus Roman because we're not, we might not get to see what should happen. Roman fight two nights, but I mean, the idea of double duty one night Roman, um, yeah, one night Roman versus Cody and then the other one Rock versus Roman. I think that's the best option if they're going to do that. The best option is that. That is. Opinion. I, 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 gotta get, I gotta get Mark in this, but like I said, that is the best option, but I believe, and I truly believe, I'm hearing it from everybody else, no way Rock fights on Saturday. If we get Rock versus Roman, it's 100% happening on Sunday. And if he already lost the title, it takes away a little from it. So, I don't know. Anyway, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tag out and tag um, Mark in. Okay, so what do you want me to address first, please? Anything you want. That was just a yeah. That was just a little fantasy story that I booked from Survivor Series to um, <laughs> WrestleMania. It's just it's just, I'm not, it's just I'm not something I thought about. about how Cody's story only works if he beats Roman. I'm not going to rant about that because I can go on for another twenty minutes and waste everybody's time. However, I mean, your Randy Orton idea, I do like I the do. Randy return. I do like that. Yeah, I, I do. I just. It's so tough right now because, again, we don't know what punk status is going to be. We don't know other factors that could be going on. And, if, again, if The Rock – now, remember, the writer's strike is pretty much over right now. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know that. Yeah. Um, yes. That might mean The Rock might be start working in a matter of a few months, which could, again, throw him off the table for WrestleMania again. So we got to put that in perspective. Again, to me, personally, I as I said previously, punk – coming down at the end of Roman and LA Knight, like if Roman's, you know, I, I think Ro- Roman taking the LA Knight, he can't beat LA Knight clean. I think you need a lot of, again, I'm only going by what you said in terms of if LA Knight's an opponent. Right. And I think Punk makes the save. Like, if, like for example, like the bloodline is like together with like Jimmy Uso solo and Punk returns like that to set that up. You know, again, that's just how I see the best case scenario, but also with, with Gordon, again, that's another option. There's still a lot more murky. I think I think we'll have a better idea of what we might be able to witness after Fastlane, and once we see, know what's going on for, for Crown Jewel. Uh, since you brought up, are you are you excited about Fastlane? Am I excited about it? Yeah. Well, it's on a Saturday night, and I have nothing to do, so I'm excited to watch it because I have nothing to do. Um, in terms of the, in terms of the match card, I don't 
see anything too spectacular that's like, oh my god, I gotta watch. Okay, well, if you have, if, if you're bored, you can always flip the channel and watch um, Collision. Edge would be on it. Um, I do not watch AEW live <laughs> outside of Once in a Blue, like I still dream, like at the end of it. Gotcha. And it's really only to see the end of it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm I don't not, watch. I'm not, I'm not excited live. about so Fastlane. Fastlane. I'll watch live. The worst case scenario. I got him. Huh? I see. I'm not excited about Fastlane at all. Yeah, it's nothing too ridiculous. It's, it's a filler pay per view. Yeah. So that's why I said when you said it would, depending what happens after Fastlane, I guess like way after Fastlane, because I don't think Fastlane's gonna up, up, solve up, 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 up. I think I think your your Zoom uh, assumed you're on Orange Cassidy again and cut out. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no. We may have lost him again. Nope, I'm here. Oh, wait. Uh, I think we lost him. Nope, I'm yep, here. Yep. <laughs> you think you, you, you the only one that's getting, getting lost is you guys. For those of us that are, are listening still, please, uh, <laughs> if recording. these technical difficulties as Hector tries to figure out how to get back on with a proper connection. I, so Raymond and I will take over in the meantime. I'm still on, you guys. <laughs> again, that's if we're, we're, we're recording right now. Okay. You guys are on? So we're on. So let's um end it. Um, Me being a CM Punk fan, I didn't notice oh, this. Now it's recording. Hello? No, I was saying now you're recording. I'm not saying it's really, we're talking. It, it, was, it, was, talking. it was recording before, so, but you guys just couldn't hear me. Oh okay, gotcha. All right. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. So what I heard, were you saying? Yeah, I heard you right. Um, there was um, me being a CM Punk fan, I didn't follow this. Um, people are saying that the last two episodes of Raw, they're taking um, parts of different famous quotes and um promos that CM Punk did, and it's all in the uh, the last two segments of um Seth Rollins. Two weeks ago, Seth Rollins took a, a part of his promo, and last week it was um Michael Cole. I, I didn't catch on to it, but it's being said that um, WWE somehow is teasing the return of CM Punk. I don't know if people are reading too much into it, but that is what's being said in the internet world and all of that. The last two weeks. Who has time to, who has a catalog of Ex- all these promos? That- yeah. I, I guess they were really famous quotes. I mean, maybe if I watch it now, I'll be like, oh yeah, that's it. There it goes. But yeah, I, I definitely missed it. So, but yeah. And it's, and it's weird that it's um, Seth Rollins' segments the last two weeks. But, um, yeah. I think it was... Anyway. All right. And then let's let's talk about... Let's end it with the... I guess hopefully next week we'll get to see him. Um, Brian Pillman Jr. Um, I'm excited. Oh, wait. Okay. Yeah. There's something else before, after this. Uh, after we talk about Brian Pillman, there's one more thing that we could talk about really quick. But go oh, ahead. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like the promos. Um, I was, kind of, once again, kind of slow. I didn't catch on that the person that was watching the television was only watching um, second generation wrestlers. Um, WWE WWE's um, Facebook page had to tell me that. I did. I definitely didn't catch on to that. I just thought they were just flipping the channels and watching wrestling. I didn't know that every wrestler that was on the television was a second generation wrestler. So, well, I think also the WCW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, they saw us. that, but then when they get to the present. They show you NXT stars, WWE stars, Raw, SmackDown, and everybody that they show you is a second generation wrestler. I didn't know that. I thought he was just flipping the channels. Oh, yeah. 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 I didn't catch that either. Yeah, anyway. me either. WWE had a, it was their quote with the video. 
um, someone watching television is it has an eye on all the second generation superstars, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. But um, I don't, yeah, I I guess it's not fast, fascinating. He's gonna go straight to NXT, or maybe he shows up on Fastlane. I don't know. But um, yeah. Um, what did you have to add, Raymond? Jade. Rumor is that she's supposed to be showing up. Thank you for thank you for mentioning her. Yeah, because I thought from our saw is the rumor of her uh, possibly showing up somewhere somehow on uh, either yeah, there's Saturday not, or yeah Saturday, but there's, there's no women's match listed so far, right? Not that no, I saw no, I, I, that call. Yeah, that's weird. See, once again, mommy's not working. <laughs> but mommy sees mommy's gonna be there, right? Because it's Judgment Day and the title, so maybe somehow, some way. Jade could come out and kind of challenge her. But then again, Mommy has her handful with Nia Jax. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. It's weird where they, they're going to pull her on Jade at. But um, I did see um, something that she, they, she's part of her roar. So she'll be definitely going after Mommy, I guess. I don't think she's... You know what? I, I can see her having good matches with Mommy. Because Mommy uh, can, can have like that um, brute fight but I, I i i at this moment i can't see her have a good match with charlotte or a bianca not yet it's gonna take time man it's gonna take time it is gonna take time that's why i was kind of shocked that they said that she's gonna be there this weekend i mean she's gonna cut a promo and then monday i mean she's gonna have to get physical soon so, oh thinking about it too because cody could introduce her on saturday too does he have a match he does cody who, who, who's his match? Oh, yeah, he's with Jay. He's with, he's, he's with Jay fighting the tag teams, right? Which I think yeah. is going to be the for um, the, 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 the traditional Survivor Series style match with J.D. McDonough joining the Judgment Day and you have uh, Cody, Dean, Kevin Owens, and Jay Uso as a team. Uh, what are the you know, not for that. I'm sorry, go ahead, sir. No, no, go, go. I don't want to change the topic. Yeah, I, no, sorry. I, I was just going to say because we have Judgment Day, and we had the Survivor Series coming out. Then the female in that match could be Jade. Like if it's like Cody Rhodes needing backup, and he needs a female to back him up, kind of like they did with the. Um, okay. I'm very happy that uh, Raymond has figured out where I was going with my point. Good, I like that. Oh, okay. I like that now. They're getting jumped. Fast lane, right? Yeah, they're getting jumped in fast lane. Is the tag team match right with Balor and Priest? Rhea Ripley gets involved, right, to try and help. Jade comes out to help Cody and, and Jey Uso, and we're off and running. Okay, I like it. You guys are hired. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, so that changes what I was going to say. I was going to say what are the chances of Cody and Jade winning the belts and screwing the Judgment Day even more. I mean, they don't, it's a good chance. to work, but they could. Yeah, the only reason I say that is just – that maybe that would somehow add some story to the bloodline that Jay's a tag team partner with the enemy, and and you could I don't know. Well, we could win the belt with that without Jimmy Uso. He didn't need his brother. Exactly. But I, I that's another thing. I don't want to see him in a tag team match. I would have had Jay have a single match at Fastlane. But anyway, I do like what you guys ran with that story, and hopefully that happens. And then Fastlane would be interesting. Yeah, and I think after Survivor Series, just remember, now we're going to rumble through us on the road to WrestleMania. I think at the Rumble, 
So this is to avoid Cody being in the Rumble. You have Cody and Jay against Jimmy and Solo at the Rumble for the tag titles, which then leads to the singles match between Jimmy and Jay at WrestleMania. And there, and there's your, there's your timeline. That's how you get to Mania for those two after all this time. Gotcha. All right, guys. Sounds interesting. I like it. Yep. We gotta wrap it up. Okay. <laughs> so let's give a <laughs> let's give a shout out to our Facebook page that we have that is private, but we you're welcome to join if you guys are listening. It's called Wrestling Fan Club for the Smart and Clean. We try to keep it updated. And I'm sure eventually we'll all be on the same page and post everything and news and everything. So it's just a fun little page of smart wrestling fans. What happened? That's going to be impossible for wrestling fans. No, it's going to be all on the same page for smelling clean, and that's going to be impossible for wrestling fans. (laughs) Yeah, just just try to keep it updated with the recent news and, and meeting greets and all that other good stuff. See if we get the ball rolling with that. Um, yeah, that, that was my shout out. You guys could take over. Yeah, Mark, you can go this time. <laughs> Make sure you get your wrestling universe in. I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I don't believe this. Um, yeah, uh, October the, uh, 14th, Kane is at the wrestling universe. Uh, Francis, it's off the corner of Francis Lewis Boulevard. It's on the street next to Francis Lewis. Are you going? used to be. I unfortunately will not be bowling. I'm gonna have a bowling match today. Bowling for a bowling match, so I will not be around. Uh, Oh, I I, I gotta go. I'm going. Yeah, they're they're gonna be supposedly. I heard they're almost sold out already. So, which is pretty. Pain is coming. If if, if they sell that, if they sell that, I'm not going. But if if a lot of people gonna take it, but I to be honest, it's the the sold out in terms of the pre-sale sold out. Right, right, yeah. They only do do at the door for signings like that, except for like Bret Hart's only one they ever did at the door. Okay. Um, then we also got for shout outs on the big event in November. Yeah. It was November the 11th, right, Hector? Yes, that is correct. Yeah. So the big event at the Suffolk. Credit Union Arena, I think it's called, oh, I think. Yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah. It, it's a long island. <laughs> yeah, it's deep. Uh, they're having a lot of guests. Kevin Nash, uh, Missy Hyatt. Evil Uno. This Evil Uno, John <laughs> Silver. Um, there's a bunch of other randoms that you've never seen in the convention that are making their debuts yeah. and stuff. It's, it's always the big event's always a pretty cool convention to go to. That's how I end um, my birthday week. There you go. See, so yeah, those are my shout outs. Um, yeah, those are my shout outs. So there you go. All right, Raven, go save the world. <laughs> yeah, then my shout outs are going to be uh, Give Kids the World, which you can check them out on Facebook. And Hearts of Reality, as they do have a December event coming up, and it is with reality stars. It stars from the wrestling world there. And uh, check them out also, Hearts of Reality on the Facebook, and of course, Mania Club, where they do have special auctions or charity uh, things you can bid on. So it's definitely something to check out with Mania Club. All right, guys, that's a wrap. Thank you guys for supporting us and listening to us. Have a great day, good night, good afternoon, and all that other good stuff. Goodbye.